What up? This is Morris Hawkins returning to let you know that all past podcasts are available to listen to by visiting www.gamebanter.co.uk. Also Twitter, iTunes and Audioboom. That's futuristic. With more information here is my chick, my baby and my boo. Thanks babes. I have literally fallen head over wheels for you. Follow the Game Central podcast on Twitter at Game Banter. Also, at GC Lids Podcast for Rob. And at Uki, 3000 for Don. Remember you can also listen to all previous podcasts on the website. Enjoy the show. Stop right now, thank you very much. I need somebody with a human touch, so not one of the three hosts of the Game Central podcast. Hi everybody, it's episode 84, I'm Gareth, uh, apparently I'm presenting this week, hey, I'm not up, presenting alone, I'm joined by regulars Don Goss, Hello. and Rob Walker. Hi Gareth, can I ask one question? You can ask <laughs> one and a half questions. Okay, she says stop right now, thank you very much. I need somebody with a human touch. Mm-hmm. Who's been touching her? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's been watching too much Twilight. And the half a question is, did you know that? Uh... No, I didn't So there know. you go. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, how you. are we guys? How are you, Rob? Uh, well, Gareth, I'm absolutely physically exhausted. Um, I've got... Coming out of both ends. Um, very, very reluctant to eat. Uh, and on the train from Waterloo to Hivergreen, it's about 20 minutes non-stop. And this morning, I had to play a particular game of my own. It was called Don't Shit Yourself. <laughs> I don't advise anyone to play it, but my top score is uh, 20 minutes. There is a game, a flash game on the internet called Don't Poo Yourself. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> well, there you go. Why, I was playing it in real life. <laughs> playing the sequel. But Gareth, you have actually pooed yourself in a shopping centre. I was waiting for you to bring that up. Yep. <laughs> if there's one thing we're not shy about on this podcast, it's admitting times we've pooed ourselves. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Which brings me to you, Don. How was your week? Hi. Yeah, my week's not been too bad. Been a tiny bit ill as well, but uh, that's because a change in the weather has come. Yeah, that's what officially autumn yesterday, wasn't it? Fucking ridiculous. Yep, yeah, and we're in Britain, so we're basically all doomed to freeze for the next six months. Racist. Exactly. Um, Rob, it's not been all doom and gloom for you this week, because you are the proud daddy of a brand newborn PlayStation 4. You could say it's a blood-bone PlayStation 4. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I can't believe we didn't plan that. Exactly. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? With you as host, it gives me time to think up puns. <laughs> it's true. We'll see how you do throughout Thank the rest you. of the podcast. But yeah, how are you finding the PS4? Uh, I'm finding it absolutely spellbinding. Uh, a bit annoying because when I f- uh, originally put it together, I uh, wasn't getting any audio whatsoever. So I looked on the internet and I've realised that there was a update on the PS4 that didn't allow me to... Um, Use the HDMI free port, which was quite good, so I could only use one and two. What? I know. <laughs> don't, don't ask me, ask Sony why they did it. 
Uh, <laughs> but other than that, it's very nice. I did originally have a PlayStation 4 at launch, but I realised that I didn't need both consoles. But, you know, with the latest Asda sale and anyone who likes to buy uh, copious amounts of games and then sell them on Facebook group for 100% profit will know that there was an absolutely disgusting sale going on uh, countrywide in your local Asda. Uh, so you, people were getting stuff like Dragon Age uh, Inquisition. Uh, they were getting Smackdown, Mortal Kombat, all these sorts of games for £10 each. And I managed to get my PlayStation 4 with a little help from my friend uh, for only £150. Wow. Bargain. And what did you opt to go with it? We'd always know Bloodborne, obviously, but... Um, a controller <laughs> and Drive Club, which, you know, I, I, was expect- I wasn't expecting much... Um, but it is a solid driver. It's good. Told you it was good. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, don't see. <laughs> just about to make a joke about your, because uh, it's not a golf game, but it's gone now, isn't it? It was a while back. <laughs> the moment passed about eight months ago. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but other than that, why, what was that laugh? It was, my, it was me laughing. Gareth, I hope you haven't developed a new laugh. <laughs> no, it's just, I don't If laugh. you've been working on it all week, is that what you've been doing? Practicing in front of the bathroom mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. Uh, so, you and Don, going to play games together now then? Uh, I don't really like this. join my drive club club. Yeah. Aren't you, Rob? Yeah. That means yep. you will um, be in the same club as uh, Guy, just to warn you. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I can, I can sense Rob's but, mood. But the last, the last club I was in with guy got shut down by the police. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about this club, though, with guy in it, is um, the the kind of express point of it is apart from you both uh, getting points for my club, which is great. Thanks very much. Oh yeah. Um, it's that you will be uh, guided to beat everything that he's ever done. So yeah. whenever he's got a faster lap time or a more drifts... He or, would never get a faster lap time than me. You'll be able to actually see Guy Whitlock there on the screen as the guy to beat, and you will be just spurred on to never quit going round and round and round until you've absolutely destroyed him. Good. And then you can go to him on the internet. Oh, yeah. You know you love nothing more telling <laughs> Guy how much you hate him. He doesn't even bother talking to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Rob's got a PS4 and he nearly pooed himself, and Don is ill. That's your update for this week. I'm yep, alright, by the way. Thanks for asking, guys. We uh, know you, Gareth. You've shifted back into your usual routine, so you're safe now. I'm nothing if not consistent. Yeah. Um, so, that only leaves us with one recourse, and that's to move on to the section deemed too hot for TV, which is why we had to make this a podcast. A little exactly. fact for people. Um but it's the one and only, the industry leading. That that dog heard me, yeah, and got well pumped for okay. Don's. He's telling the other dogs that, that hot gossip's about to occur, <laughs> so everyone get down. Yeah, if any dogs listen to this podcast, that dog is translating for me right now. Exactly. For Don's hot gossip. Dogcast.
so hello. I, I, once again, I've said hello for no apparent reason. You have. Yeah. I don't know why I do it. It's just, you know, I don't give a toss. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, weird formality that I go through. Hello. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, as you can probably guess, I've done nothing but play Destiny uh, for well, the uh, no. the last forever, and uh, that will continue to be the case. Uh, so this week's hot gossip is uh, Destiny related, strangely enough, because that's where my ears have been mostly trained. Uh, so, what is gossip about Destiny? What's, well, the, what's the gossip about Destiny, darling? What's gossip about Destiny? Well, apart from the fact that it has become brilliant again, I say again, but it hasn't. It has though. No, no but the has. reviews say. No, the, all the reviews oh. say it's brilliant. So no, they don't. Rob, it's what okay. world have you been living on? Rob, it's okay. You can. Oh, look, I think it's you guys. You've been doing this for. You've been playing it for so long that if you, you couldn't possibly tell yourself anything other than it's amazing, or you would all just commit all just, mass suicide. Like, implode upon ourselves. Exactly. You have like, to believe it. It would be like that weird um, drama that they put on BBC a year or a couple of years ago where <laughs> it was about the new son of God. And uh, to not offend any religious types, the ending of it was uh, that uh, um, God decided to make everyone in the entire world know for definite that he doesn't exist. That there is definitely no God. Hey, in that just so sounds God. like one of your dreams. Because he killed himself. I remember this very clearly. It was Christopher Eccleston. Yes, Christopher Eccleston, that's the guy. It was fantastic. It was kind of creepy with the gut, the people with the eyes that would glow because they were demons and stuff. Yeah. It was a little bit weird. And, and right uh, at the end, uh, this woman made him eat rat poison. She convinced him that it was better for the world if God didn't exist anymore. And so he killed himself. Wow. Maybe yeah. guys should take the same advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! What's the gossip? <laughs> um, oh yeah, the gossip uh, is um, as some people who played Destiny this uh, this week will have found out. Um, Does, the wait, uh, the it's gossip, not gossip, gossip, right? Well, it's it's kind of it's, it's kind of related to that. The uh, some people discovered a secret weapon in a secret part of a mission that was launched yesterday. Um, basically, the daily came out, and instead of doing the actual mission. If you ignored that and buggered off to another area entirely that you didn't have to go to, uh, a secret um, mode would kind of spawn and, and just some spontaneously occur in which you had a very small time limit in which to kill an absolute fuck ton of incredibly hard level 41 enemies. Or level 40 enemies, I can't remember which it was. Either way, they're incredibly freaking hard. There was a boss and there was about 100 mobs. And you had to kill every single last one of them in order to beat this secret challenge. The reward, which from which was a an exotic sniper rifle called the Black Spindle. Now, this has prompted other people to because that was a daily mission, and that is only going that. Therefore, if you weren't playing yesterday, you've you've missed it. It's gone. Oh damn, you, uh, we're you gutted, aren't we? Fuck. You yeah. If you did, couldn't go on yesterday, or if you just didn't know about this thing, and you just ran the daily normally. You would have missed your chance, and now it's gone because the daily mission always changes every day, and it well, changed to something else today. The good news is for people listening to this uh, who are time travellers, is yeah. they can go back. But also, <laughs> the actual reason for this is people have also naturally, therefore, gone on today's daily and decided to try and go. Well, maybe there's a secret bit in today's daily, but no one's found one. Um, that's because today's daily does not have a secret area. However. Oh. I'm here to tell you that I've heard from someone at Bungie 
that there are going to be these spontaneous... It's not just that one mission that happened yesterday that you can wait for it to come round again. There are going to be spontaneous missions um, spawning in random places, not just in the daily either, but on the actual Dreadnought, especially when you're patrolling around. Certain things are just going to kick off that are going to only happen at certain times, and they will reward you with unique rewards like exotic weapons that are not available anywhere else in the game. So good luck out there, because the most likely is you're not going to be playing that time when it's on, and uh, you're never going to get that particular so thing. So surely now people are just going to be, oh, I wonder if there's a secret place around here, oh, I wonder if there's a secret place there. Yeah, and the good thing about what the new Death Taken King stuff, the Dreadnought, there is a shitload of secret stuff. There previously wasn't loads of secret stuff in Destiny. Um, there was one or two little kind of areas where you'd see like an Easter egg, or you'd get a certain thing, or you know, nothing truly spectacular or anything, but... But now on the Dreadnought, there is an absolute ton of secret stuff just kicking off all the time. Wow. Um, it's it's kind of cool. Well, so, yeah. it sounds like it's all kicking off there, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. uh, it's excellent. Uh, so it's finally uh, happening. Do you know what else is true, Rob? What, the, <laughs> quite a few things. Quite a few things are true, but uh, you might be interested to know that someone has uh, run the entirety of Bloodborne without levelling up once. So Really? Uh, yeah, and you're finding it quite hard, aren't you? So uh... I am finding it quite hard, uh, but then it's it's not a game. <laughs> it's just a you know, if you come home in a bad mood and want to relax, it's not what you should do. <laughs> well, that's possibly true. I think I think you would unwind more rather than coming home after a hard day at work and playing Bloodborne is to just come home. Get a fire hydrant, lube up your arsehole and spread it over it. <laughs> that would give you more confidence, com- comfort. And I've tried it, so believe me, <laughs> I can compare the two. Well, good for you. Thanks, Tom. That's going to do it, I think. I think that's going to have to leave it there. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on to... <laughs> Coronation Street's uh, Callum died in last night's Shock Live episode. I've not seen it yet. I taped it. Oh, oh my God. Oh, taped it. What a granddad. <laughs> I was out. Fuck off. No, that's what they used to say back in the olden days. Oh, I taped it, dear. Yeah, because we were using actual fucking magnetic tape. <laughs> I bet you were. VHS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pleasure. We? What do you mean by we? Yeah. We? You and your girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, you come as a partnership now, do you? Yep. You can only say that once you've moved in together. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, also in news. <laughs> this is going to be quite disjointed this week, I can tell. Yes, because I was told five minutes before we start that uh, I should be hosting. Yeah. Well, I did want the news to stretch for about two hours, Gareth. That's why I said that. Great. Here he goes. <laughs> Uh, Sony have revealed a limited edition gold PS4 for the US. Oh. So Don will be wanting one of those. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound pumped. But I kind of, I kind of don't know. But then I think about all those people who, like, have collected every single color N64 and all that kind of stuff, and you think, oh, they're, they're I like the cool. one that looked like a Pikachu. Yeah. Well, it's like a little pocket. 
far too expensive to collect PS4s on the same scale, though. There yeah, seems to be a new one released every week. And well, they're releasing a fucking shitload. This one will only cost you as much as a Taco Bell Quesarito Big Box. Because yeah. the only way to get it is by winning one by buying one of those boxes. Well, good luck, because there's only three Taco Bells in the entirety of the UK. So uh, I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, there's one in Lakeside, there's one in, I believe, Manchester. Yep, I've been. Oh. And, yep, and there's one uh, in, I think, Basildon, of all places. Is the Strange. Yeah. Basildon? Maybe yep. a big Mexican demographic. <laughs> I want a limited edition Gareth PS4 with just hair coming out of it. That'd be nice. That can be arranged. I've definitely got more than enough spare. Yeah. If you do live near Taco Bell, though, um, do go in, because then I really fucking like Taco Bell. I don't... Ugh, people it's, say that, it's, Tom. It's but better than it? McDonald's. Just really, honestly, people go to McDonald's all the time, but if you go, if you try Taco Bell, you'll go instantly. Yeah. McDonald's can fuck off now. It's all about Taco Bell. But are tacos, like, fulfilling... Because I've never really had any, and they just seem so, <coughs> like, I don't know. They don't feel like you just take a bite and you think, yeah, I'm eating. <laughs> you think, yeah, I'm eating. Obviously, you know you're eating, but it seems like you're just... There's certain things that you eat that just don't seem to be, like poppadoms, for example. <laughs> Whereas they are meant, food. meant as a kind of a, a starter type thing, you're not meant to... <coughs> Your main meal is not meant to be poppadoms. Do they do other things <laughs> other than tacos? Uh, yeah. Oh, but. okay, that's right. Quesadillas. Quesadillas, oh yeah. Yeah, crunch wrap. A what? See? A crunch yeah, a whole wrap. Menu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tacos. Gareth, I'm surprised you're uh, uh, experimental with your food. I fucking love a taco. Gareth, come on, move the news along. Bloody hell. Uh, okay, that's the shit news out of the way. Now onto the real news. I think the biggest story of the week uh, is that PlayStation VR, formerly known as uh, Project Morpheus, uh, has been said by Sony to cost the price of a new gaming platform when it's released. Fucking hell. Uh, estimated to be over £300, <laughs> like a PS4 was. You can't even get a bag of crisps for that now. <laughs> Can you? Really? Think about it. You can well, buy I think three what, of these for the price of What that means, basically... Yeah, that means VR is basically dead at this point. It's, it's not going to go anywhere until you can buy it for 100 quid or less. It's a, lot, it's a big outlay, isn't it, Don? It depends yeah. what games you can use with it in the beginning. Well, <sighs> Minecraft being ported for VR, so great. Gareth's been on a roller coaster thing, hasn't he? It's great. VR is great. But is it three hundred pound great, Gareth? Y- yes. Okay. So oh, it, shut up. It definitely is three hundred pound <laughs> great. It's not one thousand five hundred pound great, which you need if you want to get a PC working with it. What PS Four? Like no brainer. Just get the PlayStation VR for three hundred. Why do you have to pay an extra one thousand two hundred pound to get it working with a PC? No, you don't have to buy an extra that much but it's like um, so if you want a PC that can run uh, the Oculus Rift for example you need a really really good graphics card a really fast computer really good motherboard all that stuff you need it to be awesome um, and that costs a fuck ton of money whereas the PS4 and the uh, Playstation VR is a much lower barrier of entry it's like what £500 after you get the console 
and the VR. But then you need a telly as well, Gareth. No, you don't. You just plug in this thing. That's, this is your telly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could sell your telly to pay for your VR helmet. That is true, yep. actually. Potentially. I've just solved it. And considering that things like uh, Twitch and Netflix are coming to VR platforms, you really won't need a TV. Wow. So you'll actually be in EastEnders <laughs> walking around. Yep. That'd be good. That would be uh, everybody's dream. I am sure. Could you imagine having v- making VR love? That would be amazing. You and Don will be uh, PlayStation friends as well, so maybe you can make love to each other. Yeah, or we could go and hunt others. <laughs> Which we got like, I'll put him on my shoulders, like, you know that Mortal Kombat character with that uh, little mutant thing on his shoulders? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that. Because Don's <laughs> shorter than you. I get it. I think he is. Don, are you going Comic-Con in October? Um, no. Why? I have other things to do in October. No, you haven't! You can't not go to Comic-Con because you've got other things to do in October. <laughs> it's not throughout the whole of October, is it? It's one no, particular but... day. But a lot of weekends in October, I have things. You don't. Just come along. We'll take our birds, mate, and we'll go around there, and we'll go around like fucking nutters. I'll put you on my shoulders. <laughs> if uh, there's uh, there's no way in a hundred years that Rosie would come to Comic Con. Why? Does she look down on that? That's why you're not going, isn't it? You're whipped. <laughs> no, that's not not why I'm not going. I'm that's not not, not why you're not going. I'm not going because my sister's getting married uh, in October. In October, in an yeah. unspecified date. The unspecified <laughs> date of it. She just said, Don, don't plan anything on October because I'm planning on getting married. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Ah, <laughs> oh, Don. Come oh, on. Don. If you're not allowed to go, just say. <laughs> I could go if I wanted, but you I can't. I dare you to go. Yeah, because I'm 12. No, it's. Are you? <laughs> I thought you'd go a bit small. That's why you want me to go. <laughs> I've really got to start thinking before I speak. Uh, <laughs> that was good. So, as well as uh, Sony charging an exorbitant amount for VR headset, big news this week in the form of Konami, who are apparently ditching AAA game development for good. This is ridiculous. Apart yep. from Pro Evo. Yeah, which just is after launching, probably the most... <coughs> Raised AAA title <coughs> in modern times. In Metal Gear Solid Five, they thought, nah, let's not do any more of that. At least they're going out on a high. I mean, I understand it. Well, like, when, if just... you could look at any five minutes of Metal Gear Solid Five and go, I understand why they got rid of Kojima. <laughs> it's, it's extravagant in a way that no game should ever be. It's, <laughs> it's like a beautiful black hole oh. that you, you can't. Like, if you look at it, it'll suck you in. Oh, God. <laughs> That's Sounds like one like. of my ex-girlfriends. Ooh, hey. God. Hey. That is gross. But yeah, Konami decided... But to be honest, her vagina wouldn't have to be that big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. R- Rob not hosting is a bit of a, a nightmare. For exactly. The, for <laughs> at least it's free to just comment on anything at any time. Yeah. <laughs> With impunity, so... Konami have decided uh, it costs too much money to make good games and instead they're just going to make pachinko machines in Japan (laughs) and make an absolute fucking fortune off those instead does make sense like you say why bother putting millions of pounds and then getting a few million in profit when you could just make a pachinko machine 
Yeah, for, for fuck all, and just have Silent Hill on the front, and then it's a shame. Because they're one of the last big Japanese developers still going. I mean, they'll keep making Pro Evo, which you, you've been playing Pro Evo recently, right? Yeah, but you need those big uh, sort of companies to allow the funding of games like Metal Gear. Like we said, even if Konami, even if Kojima goes on to form his own studio, he's not necessarily going to have the budget to create uh, a Metal Gear f- sort of Phantom Pain s- style game. No. Definitely not. So all of these big companies dropping out and stuff like that is not good news for the industry. It's all for, it's all very well Kojima having these visions, but you need someone to fund those visions to make them a reality. Yeah, I, I imagine like just before this game came out, when all the Kojima stuff was kicking off, like they were having a presentation maybe where they were like, "Okay, Kojima, uh, update us on the game," and he's like, "Okay, uh, this is your horse." I'm like, okay, yeah. the horse looks like. Uh, you can make it poo whenever you want. Uh, pardon? Yep, you can make it poo on a soldier's face in the road. You make it poo in the can road. Can you lay down make... under it and make it poo on your own head? You can make the horse poo on your own face. Brilliant. Uh, if you put the poo in the road, Sold. it'll make a jeep skid. And then if you uh, fall on that jeep with people still inside it, they'll go back to your base. Now, the base, you want to upgrade your base. Here's, we'll, go, so we'll go up to your base. It's its own gigantic area. You can see you run around all your base. It's a giant oil tanker. And I imagine the Konami... Like heads of business looking at each other, like get this guy the fuck out of this company, right? Yeah, because the problem is, <laughs> what point do you get to where you just have to let him do what he needs? Where you invest as you've already invested millions of pounds, you don't want to lose all that money, but at the same time you want to get it out, but you can't get it out, and until they've done it, you know it's a very tough position to be in, and maybe it's a position they don't want to be in again. Yeah, you can't really blame them, especially because. The budget for this game was basically infinite. Yeah. And you can't really go around spending infinite money all the time. You can't unless you've got a cheat. <laughs> Rosebud on yeah. the old uh, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation PC version of The Sims. Yeah, there you go. I remember that cheat very well. So, Konami hate video games. Uh, someone just whistle. Yeah, people... Basically, people go around raiding our bins. Really annoying. You'll go down there in the morning and they've just emptied them and what? taken clothes and stuff out. Well, that is uh, illegal, isn't it? I don't know the legalities of it. Never caught them doing it. Dexter, please stop. And he's just, just worried and he bless him. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, uh, speaking of Konami, it'll come as no surprise after that last story that they have no plans for any <laughs> DLC for Metal Solid Five. Wow. Which is um, a shame, but not unexpected, seeing as that game takes about 80 hours to complete anyway. Yeah. And there's a lot of game, even after you complete it, left to play, so... But is there, or is it just going around sweeping up the side missions? Uh, There's some of that. The side missions aren't useless, though. Nah, they're not useless, but when you've completed the game, you've completed the game. (laughs) I don't know if you knew that. I did know that. I mean, yeah. the stuff that they could easily make DLC out of. but Like Quiet. What do you mean? Well, you know, you could play as her. Like, if it was fucking Rocksteady making it, you could play as all the other characters. They'd all have their own standalone story expansions, wouldn't they? Ocelot, Miller, Quiet, who breathes out of her skin. <laughs> I would be okay with that. Um... 
But no, there's some very clear stuff that I think was either intended to be DLC or maybe come up in a sequel to this. Which um, is obviously not ever going to happen now. Can I ask you a personal question, Gareth? Yes? You may have to edit this out if it's a spoiler. Does the uh, big rig that you're making, is that the big shell from Metal Gear 2? Uh, I honestly do not know the answer to that question. I suspect the answer is no. Thank but you. I don't know for sure. Sorry, sorry to offend you. It's all right, mate. It's all right. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight will make its PC return in the coming weeks. That's the level we're at with this. You still can't buy Batman Arkham Knight mm. for PC. It's crazy. And the the best they can do by telling you when you can is. In the coming weeks, so Warner Brothers still massively. The ship sailed on that one, I'm afraid, Gareth. Yeah, it's a shame as well because I was really looking forward to it. <laughs> no, but let's be honest, the the ship has sailed. Um, it it had an impact when it did drop, but I don't think it's going to have a lasting legacy. Nah, the damage was done with that PC version as well. There's no one with a PC going, oh, I can't wait for it to finally get put back on sale. Yeah. It's just not happening. Still, we live in an age where a Batman game can come out broken, and then three months later it's still not available for sale. That's the world we live in. Which is fucking mental. It is. Well, it's good. Because it is going to come out at some point. Resident Evil Umbrella Core is set after Resident Evil 6 and won't feature a solo campaign. So it doesn't matter. So the only two things you wanted... Last week, Rob, yeah. you said would make you play it. And the two things they said definitely aren't. As if they're the case. personally insulting me. <laughs> it's like they listened to last week's podcast and went, we need to... We, get this all guy this needs to know. Yeah. Just in case people get the wrong idea that this is a game they'll want to play. We want to make yeah. it 100% clear, nobody should play this. I don't think anyone knows what happens after Resident Evil 6, because I don't think anyone completed it, did they? Well, the new story straight up says... I think it's a spoiler for six. I'm not sure. Does anyone care? No, no one cares, Gary. No one cares. Um, they say, and this is an exact quote, it's almost in an ironic way that we're using the title Umbrella Core. If you know your Resident Evil lore, Umbrella no longer exists after Resident <laughs> Evil 6. It's <laughs> been ironic. destroyed. So is Resident Evil. <laughs> so. Almost in an ironic way, we're making a Resident Evil game after six. Because you know Resident Evil was destroyed after yeah. six. Yeah, how ironic. The irony. I is, Garrett, is Don still here? Because that was, was quite say, a funny joke. He's not saying much. I think he's no. playing Destiny. Oi! Donald. Donovan. He done this when Destiny originally came out as well, didn't he? Dante. What's his name? Oh. Da- Don. <laughs> Donatello. Da- Donatello, yep. Yeah. Um. Donsley? That's not a name. No, that's not a name. It's almost, it's almost like a Pokemon's name. Um. Donington. Yep. Um. Donkey. Yep. Donkey. <laughs> if his name's Donkey Goss. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hello. There he hey. is. Where have you been, with Donkey? His, with his waterfall behind him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened there. It went very dark. 
Oh dear. Uh, and then my tablet just froze. So. Well, you missed some great jokes. Yeah, can we tell him one of them? No, Dan, actually, you can listen to the podcast and experience <laughs> them firsthand. Excellent. <laughs> uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead and Metal Gear Ground Zeroes are free on the Xbox uh, this October. Isn't this like the 256th time Ground Zeroes has been free? I think so. I think yeah. I literally can't give it away at yeah. this point. Didn't it? Wasn't it free like a month ago as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are they playing at? Yeah, because I got it. On the Xbox? Sorry, not on Xbox. Oh, no, on PS4. I think it was free on Xbox, then it was free on PS4, uh, and then it's gone back to Xbox again. I mean, it kind of makes sense now, because people play that, think it's good, and then play Metal Solid 5, in theory. Yeah, that's the theory. That's the theory that... I'm sure it will come true because Don played Ground Zeroes and also has not played <laughs> Not played, Metal played Ground Zeroes in one of But he does want King. to play Metal Gear Solid 5 though, so he doesn't. You know, it's kind of works. He does because it's incredible. Yeah. Isn't that right, Don? I just want to do all the faultening stuff. But she breathes for her skin. She's <laughs> like a plan. I don't get it. I don't get that reference. Okay, good. You won't uh, get it. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, uh, a new bug, well not bug, I guess, Easter egg has been found, unless you play as Bigfoot. Wow. Yeah. Players can transform into the Fable Beast by finding a golden peyote plant hidden in the woods. After all this time, still. Yeah, people still finding new shit in Grand Theft Auto. That's why I love it, man. Uh, but disclaimer, children, do not go into the woods looking for strange plants. Or yetis. Oh, Especially yes. in the Manchester area. <laughs> you will find one. <laughs> yeah. And his name is Gareth Williams. Oh, yes. Which is, <laughs> which is yeah, he's obviously short for Gareth Williams. It is. Are you still playing it, Rob? You said you were going to buy it again once you found out the uh, video editor was coming oh, to console. Yeah, but too many games have started to come out again. So I'll have to go on the back burner for now. But that's what I love about Grand Theft Auto is that feeling that, you know, if I just keep walking around or I go down this route, maybe I'll just find something that no one else has ever seen. And yeah. it's that magic. And it's a distinct possibility you could as well. Yeah. It's pretty great. And I, I'm looking forward to the day when you start creating videos on Grand Theft Auto because They're you'll make be very, some fucked up shit. It's going to be sinister. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> really I've seen, sinister. I've seen your anime drawings, Anna. Exactly. Fuck. I know. <laughs> Jesus, holy fuck! Christ. If you thought tentacle rape was disturbing, my my genre hasn't even got a name. I would gladly take part in tentacle rape after watching some of your shit you've drawn. Thank you very much. I don't think you watch my drawings. I think you, you look at them. They move at night. I oh s- yeah. I sit in the uh, in the window and watch through as you draw them. Thank you very much. Like a dream weaver. <laughs> That's what they call me. Oh yes. Anyway, that's uh, that's all the news I found this week. It's been a very slow week. Yeah, there's some big stories, not that many small ones. You didn't talk about the Easter egg in Mad Max. Oh, Don mentioned that on Facebook the other day, didn't he? I don't know. You say it, Don. Um, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Oh my god. 
Are you like this at work, thinking about the Taken King? Normally at work, I'm I'm asleep, so. Yeah, so you can play Taken King all night. <laughs> Catch one more sleep during the day. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, he's actually wonder. playing it. You can hear him pressing the little buttons. It's quite uh, rude. Well, I did tell you yesterday that I was going to be. Uh, yeah, playing I suppose. It. That is true. What I was what we were saying, Don, was apparently there's something in Mad Max, like an Easter egg that you heard about. Oh yes, um, this uh, is to do with Half Life. Oh, basically, what happens is <laughs> you uh, you drive up this hill and through a cave, and you'll uh-huh. see uh, Gordon Freeman's charred body laying on the floor with a crowbar smashed into a crate with the letter three written on it in blood. <coughs> so we don't know what that means. It either well, the thing is, Mad Max is set in the far future, isn't it? Yeah. So it either means they're trolling everyone and going, "Half Life Three, yeah, we're not ever going to make it, but we know you want it, so ha ha, etc." Or because uh, Mad Max in the future, they're going, "Well, in Half Life Three, at some point, uh, it is being made, and." Uh, Gordon the ultimate dies. death of, of Gordon Freeman will be in the future. But Half-Life 3, of course, could be sent, set <clears throat> way before Mad Max ever happens. So, what, you, you know not, there's just not like a one company that makes all video games, right? <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, I was going to say, what has this company that made Mad Max got to do with s- well, Valve? Some people from Valve uh, probably work there. They're probably their mates. They're, 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 they're probably down, work there. Okay. They, they, go, they all go down the pub together. Hi, I work at Valve. Uh, just thought I'd come in and pop in and help work with you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. They a lot of them. You know, they hang out down the pub. They're all mates. They all went to the same developer school together. All that kind of shit. This is the kind of uh, top draw reporting that results in hot gossip every week. Yep. Yeah. Hot gossip just is so nice. <laughs> Rob's just walking away from his iPad in disgust. Like yep. you are. And rightfully so. Thank you. End it, Gareth. End it. Hello, everybody. It's me, Gareth. And not only am I hosting the podcast this week, but I'm also hosting this section. Like I do every week. Never mind. It's not important. This week's video game music segment will be dedicated to a game that requires no introduction because it's had about a thousand already, even just on this podcast. And that's Mortal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain. Um, it's a fantastic game, as you already know, because we've been talking about it for weeks and you've probably already played it. I know it's fantastic, but. I just want to feature some of the music that's uh, in the game. I'll be featuring two tracks this week. Uh, the first track is called V Has Come To, and the second track is called Peace Walker. I believe it's based on the themes from the Peace Walker game, PSP game that came out a few years ago. Um, I just wanted to highlight uh, the soundtrack uh, one more time, because aside from like the Hideo Kojima like, almost writing his own pop song style, there's also this more traditional style of video game score that I really like, and it's done really, really well. You might recognise the second song in this as the song that plays just before you start a new mission. It's got a really epic feel to it and I really like it. So, from Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, this is V Has Come To, followed by Peace Walker.
Alright, so that was a lovely piece of music. Gareth, how did you uh, come up with that piece of music? Well, uh, you know, the music's sort of an organic thing. It just uh, it changes every week and uh, it's got to roll with the punches, you know. Thanks, Gareth. That's really, really interesting. So, this week, we received a little bit of customer feedback. Not much, but just a... Uh, I thought it had a nice uh, sentiment to it. So this email, you can email us at uh, podcast at gamebanter.co.uk, by the way. This email is from Joe. Don't want to read out his whole name. Uh, as you know, maybe he doesn't want people to know that he listens to this podcast. Is it Josephine? Joe is a fiend. Josephine. Oh, no, the girls don't listen to us, Don. Come on. <laughs> yeah. This is from Joe. Uh, noting a few weeks ago when we were sad that we didn't receive any emails uh, he says I guess you should be happy you don't have any feedback because it means you haven't got anything for anyone to moan about <laughs> even the destiny chat is fine by me and that's saying something <laughs> that is saying something because there's a fucking lot of it it's a good point you know it's time oh, customer well feedback it, it, we're not necessarily asking for feedback just I no, think it'd be a... we don't really care what people think. No, exactly. Uh, it'd just be a good name for a section for people to email <laughs> in. And feedback is like a thing that happens in audio. And we're a podcast. So I thought that'd be a pretty good pun. Maybe people think it's just a complaint section. <laughs> <laughs> Which feedback slash complaints. It, it's not supposed to be a complaint section. But thank you, Joe. Uh, clearly people haven't been emailing because they think this podcast is so perfect that even my input would make it worse. I don't think that's the case. I think people should email us with any suggestions or <clears throat> ideas or input. Like maybe I you... think we're so average that we don't inspire <laughs> feelings of either way. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> we just toe the line perfectly, right down the middle. Like bread. <laughs> <laughs> Are you eating bread, mate? <laughs> But no one complains about bread, nor nobody really champions bread. People say the best thing since sliced bread, like sliced bread is the best thing, so that's... Yeah, it was, but it's not now. <laughs> that's a good point. A lot of things are better than sliced bread. Yeah, that's it. Like a car, trains. Steak. 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 That's what I'm saying, Gareth. We're probably like bread. Like no one... You can listen to it, but you can't listen to bread. But you eat toast, but it's not like you want to run into work and tell people. That's fair. But I mean, like, you know, if people are listening to the podcast and they're like, they hear you talking about how Asda had a massive sale on and they're like, ooh, I work at Asda and this interesting thing happened during that sale that I think these guys might want to know about. I love about. that, Gareth. So would I. Uh, anything like that? Any suggestions? Any feedback? Though not exclusively feedback. Uh, you can email us at podcast at gamebanter.co.uk with absolutely anything you want uh, within reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some things we don't want, but you could probably uh, infer what those are. And also, if you want to be anonymous or anything like that, make sure you say it, because otherwise I'll just read your name out and then you'll get annoyed at me and sue me. And I don't want to be sued. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Not for something I didn't do, anyway. Just... Yeah. Um... We sometimes do a section called, is it email play we do what you say? That's it, mate. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we did do that last week because we had a bit of a rushed one last week. But somebody did send in a suggestion. Michael doesn't say where he's from. Don't know if I should read his last name out. 
Because I don't want to get sued. From, you know, from, he's got no fixed abode. Probably homeless. Okay, so Michael, yeah. who's homeless, although this is from his iPhone. So, yeah. <laughs> um, he says, how about a feature where you get two listeners to compete against each other in a quiz? Might be a bit hard to set up, you know. Or, and this one's interesting, I think we could potentially do this. How about one where the listeners get to challenge Rob, as he seems to know a fair bit about games? Would you be up for that, Rob? I'd be so up for it. <laughs> You sound up for it. That's what I set up. No, um, I would absolutely love the chance to go against someone who's also got uh, a love of the knowledge of games, not just you know playing games, but the law. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Obviously, uh, you'd expect people to cheat, but we'll try and make sure they don't as yeah. best we can. Uh, but if you if you're interested in that, if you think I would like to challenge Rob live on the podcast, get my voice heard by literally people. There are people. We think they're people. Um, <laughs> they still... <laughs> then obviously we have to work out the details with you, but feel free to email podcast at gamebanner.co.uk. Maybe title the email like Challenge Rob or something like that. And um, we'll yeah. see about getting you on the podcast and challenging Rob in a quiz. And Gareth will sort the prize out, obviously. Prize? Yep. There'll and be... remember, if you want a prize, just email Gareth. <laughs> There'll be prizes, I guess, apparently. Yeah. Challenge Rob. Podcast at gamebanter.co.uk. No, it's not Challenge Rob at <coughs> podcast at game. No, I'm just saying, send Challenge Rob in some description to podcast at gamebanter.co.uk. Yes. If if you want to be famous, if you want to be the envy of all your friends, if you want the girl that you like to be jealous of you yeah. that you got to be on the world famous Game Central podcast. Podcast at gamebanter.co.uk. We're so exclusive, we're not even on the iTunes chart. <laughs> That's true. You have to be so underground to find us. You're, yeah. you're like a hipster if you listen to us, but in a good way. A good one. Not in a Guy Whitlock way. Oh, God. I know, you just vomited in your mouth, I heard it. I did, and then I swallowed it just to punish myself. Anyway, let's move on to what have we been playing. The world's most boringly titled section of any Did it. Donkey Goss. What have you been playing this week? No, no, don't start with him, please. Okay. Donkey <laughs> Goss, we're saving you for later. Save <laughs> yeah. the best till last. Yes. Rob, Rob Walker. Yeah. You have a PS4, and you've been playing games on that PS4. Games you've never even dreamed of playing before this week. Do you know what? I wasn't even dreaming in my wildest dreams that I'd be playing it, because until the Asda sale kicked off, I had absolutely no sort of feeling to get a PlayStation 4. Obviously, I wanted to get one at some point to play Uncharted 4 when it comes out. <coughs> but um, I want to start by telling people of something that's happened to me recently. Okay. And uh, that was basically EA Access FIFA 16. Okay. Which gives you 10 hours of the game for 3 99 Does it? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> 
also you're going to get Star Wars Battlefront a week early as well on the AXS. Oh shit! And that's over the PlayStation Four. So, fanboy alert. <laughs> so basically, what I did is I was playing. I was thinking I'm not being. I don't feel very fulfilled with FIFA this year. It's very slow, very meandering. I like to play career mode, so I'm not sort of brainwashed into the ultimate team, uh, which a lot of people seem to be, uh, which is basically, a, um, I wouldn't call it a con. It's a money spinner for them. It is a money spinner, Gareth, you're very right. Um, so it's not like, but it was the career, and I just found that I wasn't having much fun, and every year, Pro Evo seems to come out a week or so before, so I thought I'd give it a go. And straight away, the the sharpness of Pro Evo, the fluid control you have with it, I was thinking to myself, is it just me, or does this feel a lot more superior to FIFA? Because <coughs> I used to play Pro Evo back in the day, and I used to love it up until about 2009, and then I went over to FIFA, um, and I've been playing that until now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought Pro and I've been playing it, and even though the kits are not official, you've still got Manchester United, who are an official team. All the player likenesses and names of are bang on date. Uh, you've got the Italian league, that's fully licensed, and the Spanish league, that's fully licensed. So it's not too far behind FIFA in that respect, but it, it was just an evolution of professional gameplay. Um... I was surprised, to be honest. It blew me away. And I decided that this year, Pro Evo is going to be my game. Really? And this was before any reviews come out. And there's a lot of reviews stating that Pro Evolution Soccer is the best football game ever made. Pro Evolution Soccer 2016. Jeez. So it isn't just me. It's a consensus across the industry. That's stupid. Konami getting out of games just as they're making nothing but great games. Yeah. But like you say, it's like it costs a lot of money to make games. And if you want to go in a different direction or your part's just not in it anymore, then it, it makes sense to get out. But just the way it plays, <coughs> if you're someone that's a fan of football and the way football is and the mechanics behind it, it feels really good to play. And for me... Being a big FIFA fan, it's like night and day. It was it was sort of, oh, I don't know how they could make FIFA better after FIFA 15. Going on to FIFA 16, you don't really see much of a difference. But then when you play Pro Evo 2016, it's like, wow, I didn't even know this is what I wanted, but this is so obvious because it's such a big improvement from Pro Evo 2015, which could be quite slow at times, and the button inputs could have a little bit of lag this is like polished to perfection and it, it's a really nice game wow. I, I would tell anyone even if you're a FIFA fan just give Pro Evo a chance and you're not going to regret it so this Are is they... PS4 right? no this is Xbox One. Oh shit I thought you said PS4 earlier no Pro Evo on P- Xbox, uh, Xbox One and I've been playing it for about a week now I just, I just find it absolutely fantastic. It's just with football games, like any other game, it's just that feeling you get from playing it and the feedback and being able to do things. It's, it feels so free. 
the ball feels like it's its own separate entity and it's the sort of game where you know it's just fun to play whereas I think FIFA and EA they're going a bit too far down the simulation route now what about feature wise do you still have the option of being like a shit team and bringing them all the way up to the premiership and stuff yeah the master league you can still do that cool um it's just really good, and they have their own version of Ultimate Team now, but I'm not quite sure how that works. It's probably a bit clumsy, and I don't think they probably understand it. It's so, on the Fox engine as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the Fox. That's what I was going to say as well. It's like, you look at some of the players, and they look like the guards from Metal Gear. <laughs> like, you know that face? They've got that sort of quiet... You can tell that they're from a Metal Gear game. Yeah. But because it uses the Fox engine, obviously... Messi and Ronaldo, they look like Messi and Ronaldo because they're kind of photorealistic. But, you know, Joe Bloggs, who plays for <coughs> Aston Villa, looks like a guard from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and it's absolutely fantastic. That is pretty cool. Any yeah. skull face? No. Unfortunately, that would be fantastic. But it's nice to see it back on top and it's got good commentary and stuff now. And I, I do urge any football fans out there to give it a go. Pick it up. You won't regret it. Um, then obviously I got my PS4 on Tuesday that was just out of nowhere really I wasn't expecting to get it but because of the sale you can't say no Gareth could you say no? if I knew that sale was going on I would have bought one because I have some money left over yeah (coughs) but um, (coughs) starting to play Blood Bomb it's 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 a hard game. Obviously, Don spoke in depth about it when he got it. Uh, he probably doesn't play it now, bless him. <laughs> but um, it's the kind of game that sometimes you don't enjoy it, but it appeals to that gamer part, gamer part inside you, the part that you know you you want to win, you want to do well. But the one problem I've always had with the Dark Souls games and the Demon Souls games is that you only feel you're doing as well as your level, which means that you'll come up against a boss that seems that you're unable to beat them. And it's not because you're going and learning the game or learning the combat or system. It's because you're grinding and you're levelling up so you're at the same level to be able to actually fight the person. Yeah. So in my mind, that's not a test of skill. That's uh, a test of endurance. And I don't know how much longer I can play Blood Bomb because I'm someone that likes instant rewards. Um, but it's a good game. It's a quality game. It's dripping in atmosphere. And I absolutely love the atmosphere. But again, it's a very hard game to love. But it keeps drawing you back because you want to beat it. But I don't know if it's because of skill or because of just simple endurance. If you play it long enough, you will complete it. It doesn't yeah. matter about whatever. If you keep grinding and grinding and grinding sooner or later you're going to get somewhere yeah so no Metal Gear Solid for you this week yeah I've been playing Metal Gear Solid as well I just I just didn't want it to sort of overwhelm because I know that you absolutely love Metal Gear and I'm still enjoying it still fantastic but again it's not a game I can sit down and play for hours on end I just have to keep taking breaks but I've unlocked quiet now and uh I'm about to do my first mission with her. Ooh. Yeah, she breathes through her skin. <laughs> <laughs> I still... I don't know how the actors can stay out of a straight face. That's a good scene, though. 
Ocelot's just talking you through all this absolute bullshit. The absolute bullshit. Just talking through his ass. He may as well just bend over, pull his trousers down, <laughs> pull his arsehole apart and just let rip. Because yep. it makes two out as much sense. It's absolutely ridiculous. But it's ridiculous in a Kojima way, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. They explain how she has superpowers. It's stupid, but they explain it, and it's fine. Right, so Gareth, you tell us now about your crescendo into the abyss. <laughs> that is the ending of Metal Gear. Don't Obviously, don't tell people the ending. No, I but wouldn't. But just your overall it. experience, because this was a game, if there was ever, if there was ever going to be a game... This was going to be one that you go, oh, I don't actually like it, you know. Everyone else likes it, but I don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Seemed like it sort of uh, was made to elicit that reaction from me. Yeah. Until they added, basically, Pokemon to it. Oh, dear. And then I fucking loved this shit out of it. So, obviously, I'm not going to spoil any of it because I'm the world's biggest spoiler-phobe. You are. Um, but I will say, the gameplay in that game... It's fucking incredible. Sorry, um, Gareth. Um, did you get... Do you, there's that very real point where we spoke about it when we first started playing it, where it feels a bit weird that you've got to learn its intricacies. Mm-hmm. But there's that moment where it kind of clicks when the table turns and you can kind of start exploiting the cards, isn't it? Yeah. And you can start using the game world to sort of exploit them and get the upper hand, whereas before... You feel like you're sort of clumsily going through this world trying to work out how things work. Yeah, once you uh, know how far you can push it, uh, then you... It's like you figure out, like, okay, I can do this certain thing and this won't elicit this reaction from guards and da-da-da. And then you find out how far you can push it and then you find out you can push it a bit further and a bit further. And by the end of that game, you're doing insane shit you never would have done before. Uh, like, I got to the point where if I came across any fort or anything like that, I was like, okay, I'm just going to extract every single guard in this fort, every single resource, going to capture this fort easily. And it, w- it would take, like, maybe like half an hour of, like, going through and doing it. But I knew, I was so confident in my ability to read the game and react to it and make it react to me that I was like, boom, I am Big Boss. I am the fucking ultimate soldier. I see a base, I know I can take it down on my own, because I'm Big Boss. And that's an incredible feeling. It's the kind of game where when you're not playing it, you're thinking about playing it. Um, because yeah. playing it is so satisfying. There's always something you could be doing. Whether it's uh, developing a new piece of equipment, or upgrading a piece of equipment you already have, or scavenging more resources, or getting more soldiers for your base, or doing a mission, or a side mission. Or sending teams out on develop not developments uh, deployments to do missions themselves, and you earn money for all of this stuff. And there's just so there's like systems in this game that if you took a system out, you could make a whole game out of just that one thing. Um, and it's it's fucking insane. Um, the story is I've seen people play Mark Gears, never played it myself. But uh, the story is very much in keeping with that Metal Gear style. Uh, crazy shit happening all the time in the story missions. Some stuff that um, I got attached to certain characters, which I wasn't expecting because they're all so ridiculous. Um, but you do start to kind of get attached. And then the way those stories resolve themselves 
can be uh, quite interesting and impressive. The one flaw in the game is that the action is never cinematic. Uh, like I think I said a couple of weeks ago, like the intro to the game doesn't feel that epic. It's not like an Uncharted game where you can have the guy hanging off a jeep off the side of a bridge and then fall off the thing and then get caught by a fucking plane or some shit. You can't do anything like that. You're very much constricted to the gameplay, which means it can't really do any crazy cinematic stuff. Um, but there's enough cutscene craziness in there that you just enjoy the really awesome gameplay and the story. And the two never really uh, overlap much, but that's fine uh, because both are so good on their own. And yeah, it's just that game is incredible. Uh, before... I remembered Fallout 4 came out this, also this year. I thought this game was a shoe-in for Game of the Year. Fallout 4's kind of its only competition in my eyes now. Yeah. It's weird. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's such a higher benchmark. It's, to be honest, I don't know, as obviously Konami probably think as well, how, how much longer we can the industry can keep churning out these... Big, big, big budget games. Yeah. Do you I'm see what I mean? In that it takes a while to get them made. And we'll see with Assassin's Creed and stuff that they basically <laughs> use the same engine. Yeah. But just change the story a little bit. And I think we could be in danger of that happening. Obviously, we've seen it with Arkham Knight as well. They're all very familiar games. And I think something like Metal Gear is so unique, it's so brilliant. So, such different gameplay mechanics than anything else that it feels fresh and new whereas everything else feels like you've already sort of well trodden path yeah and what's crazy is that like um, you know Assassin's Creed is being built out of a framework that's existed for years now yeah uh, this Metal Gear Solid game was built from the ground up yeah it feels fresh it feels nice it yeah. feels like a new way of playing a game. It does, and no other game can take advantage of this. Like there won't be a Metal Gear Solid Six that will use this engine and this framework to build a new game. This is it. This is a single entity in gaming <coughs> that isn't just going to be iterated on a million times, like everything else is. Yeah. It's an anomaly. It's something that shouldn't exist, but does. Yeah. And there can only be this one. Like Kojima's done. Konami are done. Kojima's yeah. not going to get the rights to Metal Gear. It's going to be on pachinko machines for the next 25 years. Like, th- this is it. And no other game is ever going to play like this again, which is mental because it plays so fucking well. But it's yeah. it's incredible. It's it's. I would almost go so far as to say Masterpiece. Wow. It's all, it's so close to being perfect. Mm. But it's not quite as good as Skyrim. <laughs> how much actual replay value after you've completed the game mm-hmm. like with Fallout 4 it's obviously been touted that you can just keep endlessly leveling up and playing just forever yeah can you do that anything similar in Metal Gear Solid 5 or is it just really once you've done all the missions and you've collected all the weird hidden tapes that's that's it um, there is a percentage complete thing when you load up the game I yeah. think with the like all the story missions done I've completed the story not played any of the bonus ones yet, but complete the story, it's at 
Um, and that took me about 85 hours. So you can keep okay. playing. You know, once the credits mm. roll, um, you know, you just take over Big Boss again and you can just keep playing. You can keep fulting in everybody in the universe if you want. <laughs> you can keep expanding your base as big as it'll go. There is multiplayer. You can play multiplayer against other people, invade their bases, have them invade yours. There's replay value in here. Your bases are belonging to us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Plus, like, I know I've seen all of the main story, but the way that game presents the story throughout itself is in such a weird way. Like, you'll be doing a side mission, then that'll somehow inexplicably lead you into a main story mission that's like a big reveal, and it just came out of nothing. So you kind of want to keep playing in case, just in case something like that happens again. (laughs) Um, And I've not looked up any spoilers, like any of the crazy Easter eggs that are in this game, so I don't know if anything crazy like that can happen, but I'm kind of excited to keep playing it in fits and starts, just doing little side-ops here and there for a (laughs) while, just because I get urges like, oh, I want to feel... <clears throat> Metal Gear Solid 5 in my hands again for an hour <laughs> which is weird a little bit a little bit <laughs> you'll understand when you play it don't you <laughs> fair enough if you play it I will probably will you though yeah sure or will you keep playing Destiny the Taken King out now on consoles on every console ever not every console <laughs> <clears throat> no uh, yeah, well, there's so much to do in Taken King, to be honest with you, that, I, and I'm I'm still only really running through one character, so. Oh, fucking yeah. hell. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm going to be on it for quite a little while, and it's also, Taken King has brought back a lot of people who had stopped playing, um, from the first time around, so they will come back, so there's more people now online to play with, to do Crucible with, and to do the raid with, and stuff like that, so while those people are... While the community is, you know, more active, um, it's more fun. So, you know, until it all dies down and I've at least completed everything with one character, um, I probably will continue playing it. How have you not completed everything with a character already? Because Are you a casual, Don? You're a filthy casual. I'm a total casual. There is genuinely so, so much stuff that comes on. There is, after you've done every piece of story quest, there's every NPC quest... And then they've got another quest after you've done the original quest, and you'll you'll find other bits that open up that you didn't even know existed in the game. You'll you pick up a what looks like a bounty, but it's actually a kind of weird string quest that keeps going along um, as you complete every bit. A new bit unlocks, um, and you're getting rewards the whole time you're going along. And there's crucible quests as well. So, and some of those will eventually result in exotic weapons, which you can only get from doing those quests. So. You want to get your Crucible rank up and therefore go and do the Crucible stuff. So it, it's they've really got you by the scruff of the neck and really shoving your face in it to go, play, keep playing this game, there's more stuff. No, you haven't finished yet. Get the other thing. There's another quest. You thought you'd finish them all? No, go to someone else and there's another <laughs> quest waiting for you. <laughs> um, and then your night's gone. That's literally what they've done. Yeah, it's insane. Have you done um, any raidy stuff? Have you completed the story of Taken King? Complete the story. Um, it's fairly simple to complete the story. The missions are much nicer, though. Um, but it is fairly simple to complete the story. Um, 
but then, then all the quests open up after that, so you have to actually do the story missions first before you can get into all the quest stuff, which is good. Um, I have looked at the raid, been in the raids a couple of times, uh, got, haven't got to the first actual boss. There's two mid kind of stage bosses, and then there's the final boss. I haven't reached the first one of those uh, main bosses yet. Um, but then I was quite low level. Um, I wasn't really high enough, and I went, but I went to the group of group guys. I've just not had enough time really to uh, to go and do it again. But um, it's the stuff that I've seen and experienced in it so far is uh, it's it's better than Crota's End, which was the yeah the Dark Below raid. Um, House Wolves Prison of Elders. Is, well, the less spoken about, the better. Um, it's genuinely kind of it's at least as good as Vault of Glass, um, and I'm not even halfway through it yet. Um, it's good. A lot more puzzly stuff, a lot more hidden locations and secret areas to go looking for secret chests which have rewards in and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And some of it is bastardly hard as well. If you don't like jumping puzzles, if you got stuck on the jumping puzzle, as a lot of people did in uh, Vault of Glass, you are going to be in King's Fall Raid for quite some time. How can you get stuck? You have a jetpack. <laughs> Well, that's true, um, but it's uh, I can't say too much without spoiling it. Ooh. There's some very, very, very large areas in it, and if you fuck up, well, back to the start of that area for you. Yep, that sounds fun. <laughs> it's well, it's part. It's one of the things about the raid. It's you've you've it really tests you. You've got to be. You've got to get certain things right perfectly, or. You're not allowed to continue, my friend. Interesting. Is it like yep. brand new? Do you look at that raid and go, wow, this is something I've never seen in Destiny before? Parts of it, definitely. But there are parts of it which they've taken... They've been quite resourceful, I guess. They've taken elements of other parts of the game, um, other mechanics of certain pieces of the game, you know, that were other puzzle bits, and they've used those or they've used a take on those um, within parts of the raid. Um, like I said, I've not seen, haven't even seen half of it yet, so I don't know what else there is to come because I've not been looking at spoilers or watching YouTube videos or anything like that. Um, but what, I've, yeah, the things you've seen so far, they are they've basically been taking stuff that you will have known or you've picked up at some point and adapting it so that you have to do that, but in a slightly different way um, in order to progress. And it's not always entirely obvious, which is kind of half the point of the raid. Um, but there I is like some, there how is some vague yet informative you're being, Dan. Thanks. It's impressive. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to actually getting to Vay with a full team again and being able to just have time to run through or try and run through the whole thing. Because um, it looks badass. So, yeah, that's why I'm playing this week. Wow, that's all three of us. Boom. This is a shorter section than normal, which is kind of a relief because it's <laughs> nine o'clock and Rob is likely already asleep. But I think possibly. Rob? Yes, he's asleep. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, then I think it best that we say adieu too. Yeah, good job this week, Gareth. Oh, thanks, mate. I rambled a little bit here and there. In the shoes. But, uh, that was episode 84 of the Game Central podcast. Uh, I've been Gareth. That's been Don. Yep. Oh. Uh, Don is short for donkey. And... <laughs> The third member was Rob Walker, who's probably now asleep, bless him. Uh, podcast at gamebanter.co.uk if you want to send us anything, if you want to challenge Rob, or if you want to just send us an email and say hello. Uh, also, 
gamebanter.co.uk is where you can find all our old episodes, all the links to find us on iTunes, Stitcher, go to Audio Boom and listen to us there. There's so many places you can listen to us. You can even just download the episodes yourself right from gamebanter.co.uk. So many ways to enjoy the Game Central podcast. And uh, we'll see you hopefully next time. Yep. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>